This is the EPLOG audio experience. We all love stories as they bring to us insights or reflections of life. I am Anaga Hunurkar bringing Lockdown Tales from India on EPLOG Media. Audio stories of how the life of simple folks, men, women and children hovered in the shadow of the world pandemic of COVID-19 that has been infecting millions the world over. Lockdown is the voice of those who were not infected yet affected. Today's story is COVID-19 and 304. As country after country announced lockdown and sealed its international borders, families stayed put at home. Schools, colleges were closed. Pending exams were to be taken online, including the Viva. Although there was work from home, in absence of business and revenues, transactions were few and far between. Initially, it took time to understand the impact of COVID-19. There was information overload everywhere, be it the TV channels or the social media. Scary videos of conspiracies or the extent of the spread were being circulated and fear was gripping everywhere. Families were stacking groceries lest the lockdown extend beyond the stated days. Then there were those who preferred to keep themselves sane by chanting and meditation. Social media helped play group games. Smruti and Pradeep preferred to read the Ramayana while their teenage children were busy online. There was a different scene in every home. Since there was leisure, Atharva had taken to baking and cooking different dishes. Sharda was training her young girls to cook their favorite food. Every home had a different semblance as unwanted things were being thrown off and furniture rearranged. New recipes were being tried and tested. Veena was an HR head. She had to keep tab on executives working from home and prepare a report at day end. Sometimes there were network issues and sometimes reporting was faulty resulting in back and forth of data and discussions. People in travel and tourism industry were working overnight till the last airplane was grounded. Those in manufacturing industry had to completely bring the plants to a halt. Shutters were down on restaurants, cinemas and malls. Banks, stock market, pharmacies, petrol pumps, grocery stores, vegetable fruit, milk vendors and other essential services were working but on a low scale. Social distancing was the mantra of the day. Mangesh was looking out of his balcony. For the first time, he observed that other than the usual crows, sparrows and squirrels, there were many other species around. The sweet yet distinct chirping of a varied kind of birds like bulbul, robins, finches and canaries made him nostalgic. He remembered his childhood when urban life was not as busy or crowded as it was today. He even spotted some parrots. The tarmac road ahead lay lazily with hardly any vehicles. A pair of butterflies danced around each other among the trees. A light-feathered sparrow was making merry on a swinging branch. Crows were quietly sitting in a meditative mood. 
Mangesh was deeply engrossed in watching the lovely morning sipping his tea. It took him some time to realize that little Shanti was nudging him. Papa, what are you seeing so intently? She asked. Time for participation, Mangesh thought and started showing Shanti the different birds and butterflies prancing around in the garden below. Place a shallow pot of water and some grains on the balcony ledge, Shanti, he told the little one. The birds could satiate their thirst and hunger. Day by day, it is getting hot and humid, he continued. His idea was to instill a sense of compassion in the young mind. He then pointed out to a bird and said, Now identify this one, Shanti, he called out to her. Is it the bulbul? Yes, dear, perfectly right. Come on now, spot a new bird, he beckoned. But Shanti had soon lost interest and said, Papa, let us play something. The children were happy that both their working parents were at home and they could have some family time together. Mangesh and Manisha too were responsible parents who did not want the mobile to be the center stage of their life during lockdown. The initial week had been a bit busy as they had to set up everything for facilitating work from home and also had to shop for adequate supplies. Week 2 into the lockdown gave them sizable free time to have family time together. They played carom, chess, scrabble, monopoly for hours on end, but the children were attracted to playing cards as they had never known the various type of games that could be played by the 52-card pack with two jokers as an add-on. It was so much different than playing games on the mobile, they thought. Some of the board games they played on apps like the Snakes and Ladders and Ludo. Still, it was so much fun to swing the dice on your own than merely clicking it. With the dice rolling on a click, it ended up as a game of chance rather than a game of skill, as everything was menu-driven on the app. Mangesh had taught them several playing card games, 5-3-2, Heart 7, Challenge, Penalty, 7-8, Slapjack and so on. Children had now got well-versed with the spades, hearts, diamonds and clubs. They also realized that the picture cards and ace had better value than other numbered cards in some games. They came to know the real meaning of Trump. All these days, Trump meant the president of the great US of A. In playing cards, they also realized that at times, even a card with a small number as two belonging to the Trump color was more powerful than even an ace of the other color. The children were interested to know more games and so beckoned their father to teach a new game. Mangesh, Manisha, Shanti and Priya, a family of four. And the best engaging game for four players would be 304, Mangesh thought. A family of four. And the best engaging game for four players would be 304, Mangesh thought. He asked Manisha whether she knew the game. This was unheard game for Manisha too. Mangesh was a bit surprised because they had played this game for hours in the summer holidays in his childhood days. The only limiting factor of this game was that it could be played only between four players. So when cousins came together, they had to have two or three packs so that they could play in groups of four. Yet, the elders scorned card games. They always discouraged the game. 
It was seen as a game that kindled speculative tendencies. Some of his best memories of childhood center on these card games. Mangesh thought these games gave life's lessons that whichever card came your way in a deal, the outcome depends more on how you play the game rather than which cards one holds. He looked at it as a skill to help decision making or problem solving exercise. Since none knew the game, all of them were eager to learn. This is a game to be played by four and each has 13 cards to play. You could have a fixed partner and they have to sit opposite each other or you could choose a partner based on the cards. The most interesting part of this game is that unlike other games in this, the knight has the highest marks followed by the card number 9, then ranks the ace followed by the card number 10. The king and queen have the least marks, Mangesh said. Further on, the other numbered cards right from 2 to 8 have no value affixed to them at all. They all bear zero marks. Mangesh was narrating the rules of the game. Mangesh continued explaining. So, considering that there are four colors, the marks in the deck total up to 304 as follows. Knights bear 30 marks each. So, four knights multiplied by 30 is 120. Number 9 bears 20 marks each. So, four nines multiplied by 20 is 80. Ace bears 11 marks for each color. So, four aces multiplied by 11 is 44. Then comes number 10 with 10 marks. So 4 multiplied by 10 is 40. The king is only worth 3 marks and as such 4 multiplied by 3 is 12. Then come the queens with 2 marks each. 4 multiplied by 2 is 8. All others are 0. If you total up it comes to 304. Priya, the elder among the two was trying to know more by searching through Google. To her amazement, not much information was available on this locally devised game. The one that they showed in video was far different than this one, she observed. Mangesh continued explaining, Once the cards are dealt to each player, you start estimating how many hands you would be able to win and based on the value of the cards, estimate how many marks you could achieve. It's like the auction. The person next to the one who distributes the card starts with 100 marks and then the next person has to outbid him. It passes on till the highest bidder when all the other three give up. The maximum that one can bid is 304, meaning that he should be able to take all hands dealt in his favor or in favor of his partner. The game was getting to be so interesting and intriguing. The players did not understand the game fully, so they decided to play a few test rounds with cards opened up so that each one is able to understand the game. The person who bid highest marks got to announce the trump and played first. Others had to play the cards according to the color. If they had no matching color, they could use the trump to take the hand in their favor. Thus, this part was just like 5-3-2, they thought. They started playing and after a few rounds got the whiff of the game. Initially, Mangesh and Shanti were partners while Manisha teamed up with Priya. Shanti was quite young for understanding the game as it was 
quite complex and so ended up making crazy mistakes leading Manisha and Priya on a winning spree. Mangesh was looking at all this as a means of educating the children of different strategies and tricks through the playing cards. More than winning or losing, he wanted the children to know the various tricks that could be used to win with whatsoever deal of cards that they got. His wife Manisha, on the other hand, played very seriously and so when they were foursome, the game became more serious and not time pass. After a few days of play, they then decided to play with the option of choosing partner than a fixed partner. The person who bids the highest during a round gets to announce the trump and also announce a card of his choice. Whoever has the card among his set of cards is the partner for that round. As narrated earlier, Manisha played the game very seriously to perfection, just as she was in real life. So when she ended up getting Shanti as her partner, she would become tense. Card games typically exploit the fact that each player can identify only the card he holds, not those of other players. It can be seen as a game of chance or imperfect information. Shanti, on the other hand, was very cool and was in the game more for playing together rather than any serious exposition or winning. As usual, she ended bungling up which resulted in the team losing or just winning by a whisker. Manisha would then get annoyed and start explaining to Shanti the mistakes that she was making. Shanti, though, was oblivious because she could not remember the cards that she had held in the first place. She was merely playing for a time pass. There used to be heated discussions and chiding. How come you don't understand such a simple thing? When it was my night, why did you have to cut it with a trump card? But ma, I did not have a card of that color, pleaded Shanti innocently. Oh, in that case, you could have put any card of other color except the trump. Manisha continued, why waste a trump card when it could be useful in later hands? During these dialogues, Priya was giggling and having a field day, utterly entertained with Shanti's naivety and Manisha's stance. Mangesh too felt amused at the same time a serious thought crossed his mind. In real life too, one has to keep bearing the partner's mistakes. However, later on the family had a truce. Shanti was to be a permanent partner of Mangesh in the game of 304. On the part of Manisha too, there was a silent learning from this game. The realization that she could change partner easily because it was just a game. In real life, if your partner plays a wrong card, the life is distorted. But still, one has to continue with him, left with no choice. The irony is that even then you pull on with him because a change of partner may not guarantee or insulate you against the wrong call. And this was today's story. If you have liked this story, do write your thoughts in the comments. Share it with your friends and subscribe to Lockdown Tales from India on EP Log Media website or any of your favorite podcast streaming apps like Jio Savan, Hub Hopper, Apple Podcasts to get updates of our latest stories. This is Anagha Munurkar signing off. Thank you very much.